friends. Just fuck around. Shoot the shit. See what happens. Join us as we watch the world burn. And we are live. Are we live? Hello, fucktards. <laughs> He's so fucking evil. Can, uh, am I on there? Can you hear me? No. Did you turn on your microphone? Like the thing in the front? You're right. You're so right. Oh, Jimmy, you're so special. I'm only special for you. Don't be special for me, babe. Alright, Jimmy. What is the topic you wanted to discuss today? What did well, you wait, okay, off first first off, first off, you don't just jump into topics. You take your time. You make love to the topic. Okay, but um So let's start off with our weekend. Well the thing is I was thinking while we were driving back while we were driving back, um I was we we talked about business ideas. Right. I think that's a great topic. Uh, we talked about what does it mean to be um, uh, like masculine. What's it mean to be feminine in today's day day in age, so to speak. So like doing some kind of comparison. And then you just brought up. What'd you bring up? What was your? You just brought something up. What? What'd you say? Oh, next week's special. Next week's special, we don't want to talk about next week's special, right? No, not next week. No, but you just week. said something right now. You were just talking. Do I have to go back and look at the recording? Yeah, what did I say? I don't fucking know. Uh, you think I listened to you? I just That was a joke. That was a joke. I just said <laughs> fucktards. Fucktards. But after fucktards, you said today's topic or something like that. No, I was asking you what you wanted to talk okay. about. What do you want to get off your chest? Otherwise, I would just mention our weekend. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what you said. See, why didn't you? Okay. So, how's our weekend so far kind of thing? Our weekend's pretty good. Yeah. We've slept until, like, noon. Both Saturdays. Well, I don't Sunday. know if we slept till noon. I think, well, I got up early. We ate too much watermelon, so I needed to take a piss. So My that, body's well-rested today. Is it well-rested? Yes. Good. Good to know. Yeah, nothing much this weekend. Just work. I relaxed at home, watched a couple of movies. We started packing since we're moving to a new apartment complex. Yeah, that's right. On a side note, I think it's interesting because someone's going to listen to this podcast. This is the coolest idea, and I think everyone should do it, but no one does it. I have that idea. No, you didn't. You did not have this idea. I brought it up. No, you didn't. So the idea is you take – so you can find them on Amazon – um, they're like, I think they sell them in 16 feet and they're 300 LEDs. And then you have a remote that changes the color of the LED to whatever you want, like red, blue, and essentially put the LEDs under furniture or under the cabinets in your kitchen, the cabinets in your bathroom. And it creates this really cool vibe, which I thought was really, really cool. Basically, we're going to illuminate our apartment with different LED colors. Yeah. It's gonna be, then when we have a party, we can make it strobe like... Okay, that was hard to do. 
But yeah, what topic do you want to do first? Fucktards. Uh, let's start maybe with the masculinity okay, topic. Okay, cool. I like this topic. I was listening to a different podcast, and they brought this up. And the the idea behind the, the, the concept is just as simple. Growing up, there I feel like there was this idea of what it meant to be a man. And now we're older. And I think that has changed quite a bit. I've, I'm, what, going to be 27 this year? So it's been 27 years. In the last 27 years, I think it's changed a lot. Um, and before me, you know, like my parents, I think the the idea behind masculinity is really different. And the, I, I was I also brought this up because I wanted to know how what it meant to be a female. You know, like how has that changed over time? So I, that's why I was like, oh, we can talk about each other's experiences and then kind of have this wide ranging topic. So should I go first or should you go first? Yeah, you can go first. I'll go first. So in terms of what it means to be a man, when I was growing up um, with my mom, my dad, and my two sisters, um, I was the firstborn, I should say that, firstborn child. I was a, the, the only man or boy or male, whatever you want to say, in the family. And I think that put some more added pressure on me. But the idea of what being a man was, was essentially you provide for your family. That was number one. Um, You don't cook. You don't clean. um, But you make sure everything in the house is or the apartment is working perfectly. So you're a handyman. um, You provide for your family. You put food on the table, kind of that kind of thing. But my dad was a construction worker, so... I think the idea of masculinity was pushed even farther because he worked hard labor on a daily basis. Um, so the idea of being a man, I think for him and what he tried to impose on me was you have to work really hard. Um, you're always outside working. And if there's something broken, you need to know how to fix it. And essentially you are the sole provider for the family. And for, just to go to the opposite side, being a female, I think, was you are a, a house mother. That's it. Um, so you what? when I say that's it, I'm sorry. That's not that. That's it. That, there's a lot to in that title of house mother, right? You have to clean the house. You have to cook. Um, and you have to take care of the children. You have to take them to the doctor. Uh, anything, that, anything to do with children, you have to handle as well as you have to take care of the bills so you manage all the money you're like the financial advisor of the family um and yeah you have to essentially purchase everything that needs to be purchased so that's growing up it was very much like being a mother you had a variety of jobs like ridiculous it was just you were essentially in charge of everything but being a man was essentially you're not in charge of anything per se, but you are the sole reason for everything that's accessible in your life as a child. So it was like slightly different for me. Yeah, and I I can't wait to hear yours. But yeah, it was very much um, father works all day, comes home tired, and is done essentially. So their job is is essentially what they do for a living you know like you make sure you do your job 
Then you come home, and then you're essentially over, except for like chores and things like that. Um, but that changed, I think, over time. How, at this point, I was like, what is your experience like? What My, do you think it meant to be a man, I guess, in your family? I guess uh, growing up, being a man, well, one thing that we do have in common was providing for your family, taking care of your family. You're the main provider for the family. Maybe not the sole provider, but definitely a main provider. And the man would, or husband or father, is in charge of just taking care of the family, making sure that everyone is okay, keeping the family together. Um, not uh, our, My father wasn't very, uh, didn't interact with us a lot. He was pretty, kept to himself, pretty aloof. Uh, my mother was also the same way, though. She was pretty aloof. Um, but she was, uh, you know, she worked jobs, but she stayed at home as well. So she did both. Um, and my father, of course, was in charge of making all the bills and handling all the payments. My mother oh, that's was not in charge of anything. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, when my mother made money, when she had a job, she would give the check to my dad. And my mm. dad would keep it and disperse it as it needed to be but i mean in my family it was i guess it was dual both parents were involved in in this um idea of taking care of the family um but my mother was more involved in that she took us to school um or you know not only that i think our family was just not mom and dad our family also involved grandparents. Grandparents had a huge role in our family um, mm-hmm. because when my parents were busy, my grandparents were the ones who were in charge, who would you know, take care of us or drive us to school. Um, so it was a lot more than just my parents, actually, at least for my family. I think that um, some, some of the things you said are what I would imagine would be somewhat stereotypical sorry the audio on my thing is really high but yeah i think that's pretty much what i would expect i would expect grandparents play a huge more of a a part in raising the children yeah like i know there are families that where the grandparents they're the babysitters almost right the, the grandparents take care of the kids while mom and dad go work but that only works if your grandparents are retired somewhat right, because because right, right. if or your grandparents are alive as well yeah of course so i don't know if all families are like that right not all families even have their grandparents in the same area right yeah of course so but honestly i think growing up that way i really appreciate having my grandparents near um and just being a, a spend time more time with them because i think i spent more time One with sec. my grandparents i never checked Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, I think my grandparents played a big, important role. And I just can't imagine not having them around. I mean, my parents are important, but my grandparents are just as equally important, if not probably more. So I think that was really important to me, having them around. I just, you know, for us, it was mainly a a lot of kinship, a lot of family. You know, your family takes care of, of other people in your family. So it wasn't like uh, your parents are on their own with their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I find it's really, really interesting when we talk about how families can differ so much depending on who's around. Yeah. Like even grandparents, um, aunts, aunts and uncles. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like the proximity of a family. Like if everyone lives in the same place, mm. all of a sudden you have this huge support network, right? And you're always seeing your siblings. You're always seeing your your family members essentially. And for me, it was very different. Like my grandparents lived in a different country. Uh, my aunt and uncles lived in a different country. Um, there wasn't a lot of family around. Um, so we were pretty much on our own. And that's why I say like, and none of this is uh, malicious. And there's no malicious uh, intent behind what we're saying. We're just describing our the way we grew up. But for my family, it, because it was just my dad providing and my mother being a house mom, like it had to be like that. My mom couldn't. She could have another job, which she did at times. My mom did have jobs at times, but it became very difficult when both parents are working because who's going to take care of the kids? Uh, when we got older, um, then we could kind of take care of ourselves. Then it was like, okay, we're more flexible now. But when we were younger, I think my mom didn't really have much of a job. Yeah. Maybe little things here or there. But now, now that you've told us what it means or what it means to your, in your family yeah. to be a man, what do you think it how, – how does it differ now? What do you think oh, about that? I think it's really – so growing up, I saw the change myself because when I was a kid, um, the idea of being a man didn't end at home. It was also in school, like in elementary school, middle school, high school. But there was a change. I think somewhere around elementary to high school – there was almost like a shift for me where being a man when I was in elementary school, I don't know why growing up as a little boy, I don't know why this is a big deal, but you have to really, you know, how do I say this? Like, uh, you have to give the error of being like a boy or a man. You had this feeling of, Oh, I'm going to act like big and tough. And so no one messes with me or something like that. And for me, it never really worked out too much. But by the time I got to high school, it was really different. For me, I realized, well, I kind of started falling into who I was. And who I was was not this typical, extremely masculine man. You know, this this big man who's working in construction, for example. I was more the opposite. I had a lot of allergies and asthma. And um, I was really thin. I was kind of tall-ish. You were lanky? Yeah, I was lanky. Um, so I didn't really fit into that kind of like short and stocky kind of build. Um, and I also was probably more emotional than I probably that than that was more. I was more emotional than what was accepted. <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> they, no one can see what you just did, but you're. Um, but uh, I think it was. See, I forgot what I was gonna say. Now you fucking distracted me. You're emotional. And yeah, I was more emotional than I think most men would find acceptable. I was definitely more emotional. Um, <clears throat> And so I think by the time I reached high school, I realized, wait a minute, I'm not this big, tough guy. I'm just a this normal run-of-the-mill dude who just obviously feels things probably more than he should. Um, and I kind of gave up on that, like, being tough. Like, it just didn't make any sense. Why are you going to try and be tough? Like, it was a, a strange thing to me, especially in my environment. My environment wasn't selecting for tough people. My env environment was very welcoming. A lot of good people, or at least people treated me nicely. So I never had to fight for myself. I was never really bullied. 
So I never had to get physical. Like I was very much lived this very like uh, what's the word? Um, some people would say privileged upbringing. I have a very privileged upbringing. Uh, then it you know even changed when I got to college. Because when I got to college, I went. By the time I finished college, I realized, wait a minute, you know. <sighs> You don't have to be this at all. You can actually be an intellectual of sorts. You can uh, become educated. Um, and as you get become more and more educated and become more and more closer to being what, you know, some people would consider like an expert in something, people start respecting you for different reasons. <clears throat> and I think uh, being a man changes, right? You can either be a man who's like physically tough and people will respect you because you work hard and you're intimidating to some extent or people can respect you for oh this person works really hard and is an intellectual and knows a lot of things and if i have questions maybe they can answer them so i think it just for me it changed a lot i think what what it meant to be a man really changed for me during that period of teenage to college years and i think it's changing a lot all around the world like a lot of more a lot more people are raising their sons to be in touch with their feelings, you know, like it's okay to cry. You, you don't have to pretend to be something you're not. Just be who you are. Um, and you can still kind of like raise children to be r really confident. And I hate you so much. I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm not going to say what you just did again. But, um, you know, you can still raise your kids to be confident, independent, great kids, and they can become very successful adults. Um, you don't have to make sure they're like these strong men who are – they don't have to treat your kids like they're going to be Vikings. You know, yeah. like I think times are, have changed to the point where you can have kids that are just very comfortable, very confident in their own skin. Um, Again, I would I want to go to the flip side of what does it mean to be a woman now? How has that changed? Has it changed at all? I mean, I think that being a woman has probably gotten better. Um, physically, it's always difficult because you know women undergo the menstrual cycle, and that's always tough. So that hasn't changed, right? That'll never change, right? Yeah, that'll never change exactly. But uh, when unless I was little, unless. All the birth control we take eventually starts fucking up our hormones. Sure, we can't have kids. Drinking water system. Yeah, well, let's not talk about that. Continue. <laughs> um, uh, when I was little, uh, as a child, I guess I was a little spoiled. I didn't. One hundred percent. One hundred fucking percent. I mean, I, I stayed at. I lived with my grandparents. I moved out of my parents' house when I was seven years old. And I moved with my grandmother. She says that with pride. Look at her puffing her chest. Why? I have no regrets. <laughs> I love living with my grandmother. Um, and she, I had a lot of freedom when I was a child. I had a lot of freedom to make my own choices. Whether And can know, I just side note that? It seems like they started treating you like an adult very early on. Yeah, of course. For of me, course. it was the total opposite. You weren't allowed to make any of your choices. Even when you got older, your choices were still being made for you. And I, I have, that's a whole conversation we're going to have later. Yeah, I was given, uh, I had a freedom of choice to choose. Uh, I think always, ever since I was little, I was always, I think I was just very responsible. And Ooh. I was given a lot of responsibility, a lot of independence, I guess. 
I mean, you know, I could choose whether did I want to go to church or did I not want to oh, go wow, to church? Wow, look at you. I chose not to go to church. I chose not to do my first communion. Um, my parents respected that. And, I mean, at the same time, when I wanted to do something, I all I had to do was speak up and express myself. And, you know, that people would listen. That's and, really cool. Yeah. Um, my grandmother and my... I grew up with my aunt and grandmother. And they took care of me. They always respected my opinion. They respected my choices. And I think uh, the reason why, you know, I think for a lot of women it's gotten better. But I think for me, it's it's pretty much stayed the same, maybe. is Do you think it's because it started off so good, though? Yeah, I think it's because it started off so good. And it's because I grew up with a lot of women, all, all of my aunts. I have four aunts, and they're all women, all hardworking. That's it? Four? I women. thought you had like yeah. ten. <laughs> four aunts. My father's No, wait a minute. Yeah, four aunts. No, bullshit. Yeah. Count them. Um, Rosa, Yesenia, Margie, Mary, and Diana. Okay, maybe five. Can I I keep going. Is There's probably one more somewhere. No, five. I have five aunts. You're hiding and, one. I know you are. my dad. So all my aunts are, you know. That's from one side of the family. Yeah. Well, it's the side of the family I grew up with. I grew up with my father's side of the family. Mm-hmm. So it's all five women, all independent, hardworking women. And so growing up with all of that, you know, just, I guess, made me realize, I guess, appreciate as well, like, what women can do. And women have equal, are equal in the world. And so, and now, I I think it's probably gotten better now for for women all over, not just, you know, at home, I guess. So in the sense that uh, women are now doing more science jobs, I guess before women weren't involved in science a lot. You know, women are, you see more women are studying, more women are getting their education, which is really, I think, really awesome. Uh, but They're not just like reproductive cows, right? They don't well, just... <laughs> and that's what I'm getting at. It's kind of sad as well because women are more focused on education. They also put off having kids. And oh, yeah. I don't think that's always the best thing to do. Well, I think we should rephrase that. I think if you're just getting a bachelor's degree and then going directly into the workforce, that's not so bad. Because you can still have kids in your 20s, like right? Yeah. That's no big deal. No, it's not I, a big deal. I think most women who get like a bachelor's degree and go directly into the workforce, work for a couple of years, then they get pregnant, that's great. Uh, for anyone who goes into even higher education, which is not necessarily recommended to be honest, but even if you get a master's, that's only two years. That's, that's fine. Um, unless those people want to get a PhD, that's a problem. But I don't think it's bad that women hold off to have kids as long as they have them within their 20s right yeah i mean i feel i guess one of my regrets is holding off to have a family i wish i had started when i at least five years ago that's a long time ago yeah that is a long time ago i feel like i held you would have never met me I know, but I wish I, I would have oh, met you oh sooner. Oh my God! You just admitted. You sooner, no. I wish I would have met you sooner, and we would have started early. But you would have been so young. So, 
the reason I would have liked to have started early is because I think for me it's important to be interactive with your kids, to have an interactive lifestyle, you know, to be able to run around with your kids. You know, I don't want to be sitting in a wheelchair and not being able to Aww, you'll be, be interactive fine. with my kids. And I think that's something that always worries me. No, no, think about this. I think he probably will have problems walking as you transition from 60 to 70. Right. So... If you have kids, your kids will already be like 30 by the time you get there, you know? So you don't have to worry about that. I think but, that's a... Uh, but that's... I sidetrack a little. But what I really wanted to continue talking about was uh, going back to women. You know, what's it like being a woman then and what's it like being a woman now? I think that the only thing that hasn't changed and probably never will is is the media. The way the media treats women Oh, yeah, that's women, changing a lot, right? Women have uh, always been treated by the media as props. You know, like you see, you've seen uh, magazines of women and they're like really pretty. They're skinny. Their face is, you know, a certain way. It has to be, what is this called? The the area, the, the features. The normal like area. area. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> well, like yeah, I mean, we just recently, feature. we saw, just a side note, right? We saw... A video that described what they had to do, and what they were working working out two hours a day. They were eating ketogenic well, diets. I'm not done. That's what it is now, maybe, but that's not what it might have always well, been. Well, I think it had to be like that, though. No, no, no. They had they had to because there's they had to they have always had to eat specifically in those ways. Not always. And they had to work out. Not always. Not always. I've read issues where it wasn't like that. For certain women. Yeah, but like, so I think you, it's not, it's not every everyone. woman who is. Yeah, exactly. But I think still, you know, the media will still, you know, when you, when a picture is taken of a woman, it's photoshopped. Or there's a lot of makeup, mm -hmm. a lot of photoshopping here and there to make the woman thinner, longer. Or, you know, the erasing uh, birthmarks or any sort of mark that you for have sure. on your body. Yeah. Making them seem like they're perfect when in reality, you know, they're not perfect human beings. And I think, you know, girls, young girls then expect to be, you know, I need to be perfect. I need to look like them when it's impossible. Right. Because all these women are not, you know, they're not they're not true. Right. It's, but you have to think of this like Photoshop is relatively recent. That's true. But then there's also, I mean, uh, plastic surgery. For sure, a lot yeah. of men and women get plastic. surgery. I think there must have been a wave. Right. There must have been a time when. Images couldn't have been altered that much where it was just – you went through that – I don't know when this time period was, but it was like women who were just very natural looking. Sure. And, and then you, you had the wave. probably in the 60s. Sure, sure. And then you had the wave of plastic surgery. And then after plastic surgery, you had the wave of Photoshop. So I think it went from what? Natural to plastic to Photoshop. And now we're hitting this point where everyone's going, wait a minute. Uh, Photoshop, fuck that. We want natural-looking women again. It's a very interesting cycle. Well, you know what? I think even uh, the way, uh, going back to the media, you know, there's a lot of music videos where women are just, like, dancing provocatively. or They used to, right? Clothing. Not, it's not so much any... I remember, if you looked at rap videos, like, you said you or watched even, a lot of MTV. Even not even rap videos, just pop music Yeah, videos. for sure. Any kind of a music video... In the 90s, growing up, all of them had – There's, if it was a, a male singer, he was the center stage, right? The camera was always on the, on the, the singer. But all around the singer were 
women barely wearing any clothes just dancing around him. And I think that, <laughs> you know, a lot of... And that was the music video, right? It embedded it just, in a lot of girls' mind that this is what sexy is. This yeah. is the idea of being sexy. Yeah, there was a... Uh, one of my professors once brought up the scene where it was Lil Wayne, when he, obviously, again, 90s when he was popular, or whenever he was. It was Lil Wayne, and he had he was holding two chains, and the chains were connected to women around the neck, and they were, they were both wearing bikinis, and they were on the ground acting like dogs. Yeah. That was a real scene in a music video for Lil Wayne. I never saw that. Yeah, you can find it. And uh, it's just one of those just extremely strange depictions of what pop culture thought women were. Women being like less. Yeah, and I think that's changing a lot. I mean, just think about the plus size movement. Just stores are now selling like, uh, how do I say this? They're actively selling clothing that's size for larger women yeah and, and they're and it's really like good. they're totally accepting of it it's like look if you're a larger woman we were selling clothes for you like we're not going to pretend anymore that everyone's a size zero we're going to sell clothes for everyone yeah it, but you know what actually i just want to make a note on that so I saw these shoes that I really like in an advertisement, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I can name the the sh- the brand, the shoe of the brand. I mean, I wouldn't. And I really, really like them, but you know, when I clicked on it, I found out it's actually only made for men. <laughs> and that was kind of sad. I mean, I was a bit sad about that. What kind of shoes was it? Well, they were running shoes. Oh, what the fuck? They're just get they're. They're probably both – yeah, they, I mean most – I don't think – yeah, most sneakers, um, they go both ways. Like you don't have to worry about that so much. Well, that's what I thought. I thought of maybe you could still yeah, buy think, them even yeah. though they're for men. Yeah, they're fine. But just get a smaller size. I mean the idea that somehow men and women have different feet, I don't know too much. But I know there's sneaker companies that sell and they say both men and women. Like it's for men and women. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's, that's great. Because it's super weird that you'd sell sneakers – but just because they're different colors, this this color is for women and this color is for men. It's just like who gives a shit? Just it shouldn't it just be one option and you pick whatever color you want. It's it's, but maybe they have some special design for women and men. But yeah, I think it. I it, even me growing up, I still think there's something wrong with the culture and that there's still a lot of Photoshop. There's still a lot of Photoshop and. What do you mean now? Yeah. Yeah, I it still Photoshop exists quite a bit. It's probably just so easy to use because all you need is to like maybe download yeah. an app. There are more people. Well, it's not more easy. Accessible. It's not download an app, but uh, the point is, I think a lot more people are speaking out against it, though. A lot more people are speaking out against photoshopping images. But you know, I don't have if if a woman takes a picture of herself and wants to photoshop it to put on her own social media. You know, that is something I don't have Well, that's her freedom, right? Yeah. You have the freedom to do whatever you want. I think it only matters when it's used in, you know, for advertisement purposes. Yeah, that's the thing. Can you really... um... Well, actually, I think there's a lot of companies now that are limiting the amount of Photoshop. But the thing is, they don't have to, right? They just have to... I I think most of these these companies just have to cater to the... um, to society and if the society is changing its views or the culture in society is changing then the advertiser is just going to change with that culture the advertisers don't give a shit right 
they just want to sell whatever the consumer wants. So, or they want to sell to the consumer, but using that, those same culture. So I think culture was just more accepting of those behaviors. Culture was more accepting of Photoshop. And so, hey, advertisers use Photoshop. But if the culture is Photoshop is e- this evil thing, then I think companies are going to stop using Photoshop. I think it's very straightforward. But yeah, I think it's, it's just a really cool conversation because I think now it's okay uh, for both men and women to be more realistic on both body image and emotional range, um, like. Actually, can I bring up this uh, conversation that I had with my colleagues? Uh, just don't name any names. A week ago, I think maybe it was. Maybe Go for it. Less than two weeks ago. So we actually talked about this idea of image and, you know, uh, plastic surgery. Yeah, sure. It was a very interesting conversation because on one end, you know, one male colleague said, oh, you know, if it's to fix a nose or to make something look a little better, it's okay. I think it's fine. It's not a problem. But on the other end, I had an, this other male colleague that said, no, all and any plastic surgery is bad, you know, for his... Well, here's the problem. If, if we just take one big step back, one big step backwards, the idea that there's something wrong with your body and you have to fix it, is the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever heard. There, I don't understand why people feel the need to fix something. Like, you were born that way. That There's nothing wrong with you. Um, there are some people that are born with, like, defects or deformations or something like that. And, yes, okay, if you have a cleft lip, you might want to get surgery to fix it. Well, I think for that, sometimes you know, breathing, it, it yeah, it even it's there's a health breathing. issue right yeah. there. But if you're a, just a normal, completely normal child with no abnormal defects of sorts, there's nothing to fix. And that's what's so weird about a society: the idea, like, oh, I need to fix my nose. It's like, what's wrong with your nose? Can you not breathe? Otherwise, what are you talking about? Like, did you fall on your nose when you were a kid, and did you break it or something? And then people just find that I they say the words, oh, I need to fix fill in the blank. And it's like so strange, the words I need to fix. I think it's – and that comes back to the way society sees men or women. You know, yeah. if this is what society likes, that's what yeah. know, people – Yeah, and if you don't fit for. that mold, you need to fix yourself. And I'll just like – what twisted what a twisted twisted like way to look at yourself and i think that's where having a strong individual in your life telling you you know you're, no, you're, you're you, amazing right you, like, you can be yourself you don't have to go with what everyone else is doing or look like everyone else wants but to at look. the same time i still have to respect the decisions people make right like say everyone in your life is saying you're beautiful you're beautiful you're beautiful don't change but you still want to change something it's like man just do whatever makes you happy right um, but yeah, people are still doing all types of sur- plastic surgeries, these cosmetic surgeries, because for whatever reason, but if you're doing it because you think there's something wrong with you, that is just, if whoever you are, it's just know that it's not true. There's nothing wrong with your body. Yeah. As Lady Gaga says, you are born this way. And it's, it's just the reality. Like anytime you take anything, a drug, a surgery, you're manipulating the just the 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 way you were born in some way, and I think you shouldn't do that. It's just so unnatural to take a drug 
it's so unnatural to well, try to fix your... Well, it depends what kind of drug you're referring to. Sometimes you need like a drug to help you with your cholesterol. Or your, you know, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, those things don't need drugs to be fixed. Those things it's lifestyle, need lifestyle sure. changes. It's lifestyle. And that's but, something we should talk about, right? Not Maybe not today, but it's like... But no, I mean, come on. I mean, look at my cholesterol. I'm almost borderline, and I exercise. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It... The question really becomes, why do people think cholesterol is bad? And do you have to worry about it? Um, if you eat really healthy and your cholesterol is still really high, it usually means there's something that your body is doing incorrectly. So your body's making too much cholesterol. Because a lot of people don't know, cholesterol is not something that is found exclusively in the food you eat. Your body makes cholesterol. Right. Well, as my doctor said, so it as you get be a genetic problem. Yeah. So as you get older, um, that problem becomes worse and worse because, say, your body's making too much cholesterol. But that's aging, right? That's getting old. And so when people say, oh, you need to take these drugs to fix this problem, it's like... Dude, I'm barely 30. I'm going to be 31 next week. Yep, I'm not yep. old. But you're getting older. Well, right now... See? So here's the thing. Right now, you don't have bad cholesterol. Right now, don't, it's fine. Don't paint the picture that way, right? But in 10 years, it might be worse. And then 10 years later, it might be even worse. And if someone – if we just break it down to that's a part of the natural aging process, then why are you taking drugs? It's because you want to defy that natural process. You want to defy aging, right? You want to take a statin to lower your cholesterol and then you want to live longer. And – while I find that it's amazing, amazing idea, right? Living longer, and but the idea that you have to take drugs again, it defies the, just a natural lifestyle. Um, it's different, right, for vaccines. When you have to take a vaccine for a deadly disease that literally kills, well, could kill up to thousands and thousands of people. But if you don't like taking Tylenol or any kind of opi- we have an op opioid crisis like crisis in this country um why is that we're we're handing out pills like it's candy it's not candy um i think we have to have the culture and this is offshoot right but the culture in america has to change we have to stop looking at medication as candy it's not candy you should only use it if you absolutely have to um because it's not candy it's not something you should be taking for fun uh, the abuse of dr- medication is is ridiculous, and it's also the reason why we have the antibiotic crisis, right? People, are, as people get older, they get bacterial infections, and then they die. Why are they dying? Because antibiotics don't work anymore. Well, going back to the topic, yeah, well, that was interesting. That could be another day, yeah, if we wanted it to. But what? How do we get off topic like that? Oh, jeez, I don't even remember. Manipulating, okay, it's like if you do plastic surgery to fix something that's wrong with your body and just understanding that there's nothing wrong with your body, even when you go to the doctor and the doctor says you have high cholesterol, understand that's a natural process of aging. And while you might have some genetic uh, predisposition to higher cholesterol, know that that is all a part of your natural life, that you were born this way, and this is a part of getting older. And when you take medications, just be careful of that. Just be aware that you don't have to fix your body. Um, 
there's <laughs> like if you were to ask my parents uh or my grandparents hey did you take any medications growing up or what they might tell you what are you talking about no i didn't take anything the vaccines and that's it they didn't take right. the advent of tylenol advil some of these drugs they're fairly recent and people are popping them like pills vicodin all these all these pain relievers they're popping them a lot more and uh Whatever. That's just a way of thinking about the entire thing. I know some people absolutely need it, but if you're a person who's just obsessed with the idea of fixing yourself, it's kind of sad because I don't think you should feel that way. I think you should be more accepting of who you are as a person. I think everyone should love themselves. Yeah, and I think there's a... As hard as it may be. I think there's a problem in the culture, at least in America, where people don't love themselves at all. They, um... Yeah, it's just really sad. And it goes back to... Uh, what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman. Um, if you're growing up and someone's forcing you to be manly, and that's not who you really are, you're just, you are who you are, It imagine all that pressure to be something you're not. And that's the same thing with women. Imagine all the pressure to be something you're not. You're not a supermodel. You're not, you don't want to starve yourself. You don't want to... You know, <laughs> you don't need to look like these women. They're, it's not... That's not what women look like. And same thing with men. You don't have to look like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. I mean, he he works out many hours a day and probably his, takes plenty of supplements. And, yeah, that's kind of his job, right, to work out, keep that image going. Um, and, yeah, you could have that image. Go for it if you want it. But don't, don't feel like you're forced into it. Um, but do feel forced to live a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, live the life you want to live. Don't even f- like if you don't want to live healthy, then hey, don't don't live healthy. I mean, there's plenty of people who have an unhealthy uh, diet, but they're happy. They're super happy, and yeah, they're overweight, but they're happy. And you know, maybe they'll die younger than someone who eats well. But do but they made that choice very early on. I'm gonna live my life however the fuck I want to. And guess what? If I die early, I die early. They made that choice. Versus everyone who's eating healthy and they live longer. Uh, there's a total argument you can make for that. Uh, where it's like, do you want to live until you're 100 in a wheelchair and you can't even speak English anymore? Um, you know, some people have different opinions on that. Okay, so that I, do you, is there anything else that you wanted to say about being a female? or being? You didn't talk much about what it meant to be a man. Oh, well... What it means to be a man. Uh, I what do you? Th- what can you? Brothers. Can you say? Can you say? Uh, just before, can you say what you grew up with, yeah. and then actually say what society expects, but what you expect from a man? Mm-hmm. Kind of like um, the differences. So there. I have three siblings: one sister and two brothers, and father and mother. Uh, I grew up with uh, men working hard. You know, working hard to sustain the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, women as well, I guess. I suppose is the same for women too. And when I was younger, excuse me. When I was younger, um, my father always worked. He worked until he could not work anymore. And it was the same thing for my brother. My brother was a very hard-working individual. He mm-hmm. worked a lot. He took care of, you know, his family. And he started working at a young age. He started working at a, a fast food restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then from there moved on to other stuff. Uh, so I think it was the oil industry. Um, 
my family, no one in my family, uh, in my immediate family, went to school. They didn't study. So I'm the only one that moved on to get a bachelor's and a master's. And that's because I wanted to. That was my choice. But not everyone's meant for education. And my siblings didn't like education. And I respected that. And everyone else respects that. But I think just as long as you find a job that you're able to sustain yourself with and just buy yourself food, keep yourself you know, under shelter, I think that's all that matters in our family, as long as you're a hardworking individual. You know, that's what I grew up seeing from both women and men in my family. Excuse me. And I think that's what society expects. Society expects hardworking individuals. And uh, I Can you be more detailed, though? Because essentially what you said was hardworking. But that's not doesn't say much, right? Like, what what does it mean to be a man? What do you think it means? What do you think it means to be a man? Can you be as detailed as you can be? I think. Like, what are the defining features in your mind of what a man is? Or is that even a stupid question? Now, is that a question that? Because it's almost like you alluded to. Like, okay, there's obviously men and women. We understand there's two genders, or however many genders there are now, actually. But the idea that in the case of just men and women, heterosexual men and women, that's all we can speak upon pretty much. What does it mean to be a man? And is that a stupid question? Is it more like, is it become more like, what does it mean to be a human being? <laughs> like, it, are men and women becoming less and less different? Is there more and more of an equal description? Well, I think for me, it's more, it's equal now. I think it's expected for men to work, you know, as much as women. Or should you say the other way around? Is it now expected that women work as much as men? No, I think it's expected for men to work hard and for women to work hard. But I'm saying, like, this is a comparison. So before and after, right? Before, again, the idea that men were the physical workers and breadwinners. Right. Okay. So do you think now women are expected to work just as hard as men? I think, yeah, in my opinion. If, if not harder, right? Because there still have to be mothers. Nowadays, I think you have to have both men and women working to sustain yeah. a family. So mothers and fathers are actually now both have jobs. They both have a steady source yeah, of income. which is really hard to even raise a family anyway. Yeah. Uh, and somehow people do it, and I have no idea how, but it gets so done. So do you think... Okay, so at least for women now, they are expected to have... They're expected to have a job. They aren't actually – because I think the expectation was to stay home and be a mother. Now it's more like women are allowed to be more independent. Yeah, well, they have actually, freedom. When I was in college, I knew I knew a couple of guys that expected their future wives to stay at home. And yeah, that kids. still exists for sure. But I'm, I'm talking more about the progressive. Yeah, progressive what, now it's uh, – you probably have some family member help you with kids. And yeah. Both men and women work to sustain the family. So for women, it's definitely a lot more responsibility and freedom of cho- freedom to do. Well, I don't think it's as a lot more responsibility. Well, it probably is. I, well, if you have to, to get a job and do everything yeah, the mother has to do, still, I think it's harder, right? But now I also th- I expect men to do what women used to do too, yeah. which is clean the house. Yeah. Cook, so yeah. And I expect you know. I, I think both actually both have. Uh, received m- have received more responsibility 
both men and women, right? Because yeah. men now have to take be able to take care of the children, have to be able to cook, have to be able to clean. Women also now have to be able to have a, a source of income as well as be a mother. So I think the they've been spread almost evenly. And so now yeah, both I are working harder. I don't think there's any gender neutral roles now because I think both men and women can perform. Wait, you say you don't think there are? Or yeah, do you think? there are no gender neutral roles now. What do you mean by that? Can you... Because what I mean is that before. So you said gender neutral? Yeah, there's no more gender roles going. Oh, okay. That's so that's different. Gender neutral would mean that the jobs are don't care what gender you are. No, what I mean by that is that now men were expected to just work and, and like you said, didn't yeah. clean the house, didn't help with cooking. But now, you know, men are doing that. Men help clean the house. How do you help maintain, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just making sure. Just because so just to be clear like gender neutral i don't know if that's i don't know what even what that means to be honest um but to say it more along the lines of there are now the gender roles are becoming more blurry there's the the gender roles themselves aren't as clear-cut as they used to be and both genders are taking on more responsibilities and it's kind of interesting i i don't know if if that's really accepted yet fully, but it's definitely not. But it definitely is for the progressive families. It's becoming more and more blurry. What are you looking up? I was looking up gender neutral roles. I mean, those would be increasing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Psst. Put away the phone now. I mean, it's not a podcast of just one person looking at the other person looking at their phone. Um, but yeah. It, yeah, it's definitely – I think that's a good way to put it because I, I kept trying to ask you how have, how do you think men have changed. But I think your answers really show like it's becoming a lot more – you know, the gender roles aren't as strong as they used to be. Um, but yeah, I, I think that depends on the family. Some families are still very strong – still have very strong gender roles. Men have to be very specific men and women have to be very specific type of women. Um, but that's not for everyone still. I think the progressive – I don't know if the – do you think the progressiveness will continue? Or do you think it's going to hit a wall? I think the progressiveness will continue. You think it will continue? More and more families will adopt this way of living. Yeah, I think so. Are you okay? Yeah. Uh, okay. What else – what was the other topic we wanted to talk about? What kind of businesses we would – business ideas. And then what was the other one? I don't remember the other one, just business ideas. Okay. Did you want to talk about that, or do you want to save it for another day? Let's maybe save it for another day. Okay. Did you want to end with any kind of overall message, like takeaway? The overall message is that society doesn't have to tell you who you are. You are who you are, and you love yourself. And you don't have to follow follow anyone else, right? Just be yourself. It's pretty much. And if you're a woman that wants to become a man, go for it. <laughs> Have fun with that one. If that makes you happy, do it. Just be careful. Don't don't jump to surgery right away. Uh, just like just think about the surgery. <laughs> surgery is permanent. Um, yeah, I think it's much more accepting now. I, it, there's still a lot of pushback, but I think in in the coming generations, we'll see what happens. We'll see if it's more accepted or not accepted. But yeah, I mean, just love yourself. Um, 
be comfortable in your own skin. I, I think it's time that people came to accept themselves, love themselves, stop trying to be something you're not, and just don't give up the idea of fixing who and you are. There's nothing you're a wrong kid with in you. In high school, just realize that who you are in high school is not going to be who you are in college, and it's not yeah. going to be who you are when you have a job. Life is about continuously changing on a day to day basis. If you've been the same person for the last 20 years, you're not doing something right. You're doing something really wrong. Um, you should be changing. Your opinion should be changing over time. You should start becoming more knowledgeable of the world and opening up what it means to be a part of society and what it means to be who you are and just coming what's the word um coming to understand yourself there's almost like a it's an awakening uh, i don't know if it's an awakening so much as a like uh coming into your own like you're, you're finally taking understanding who you are and becoming that person and comfortable i think i'm finally getting there like, I'm still working towards it, right? I'm still trying to get comfortable in my own skin. But I think this podcast, for example, is a good way for me to finally start releasing some of that, like, coming into who I am, just accepting who I am, just being open with the entire world, going, hey, if you don't like it, go fuck off. But this is who I am, and I, I like who I am. Uh, did you not like who you were before? Sure. I definitely didn't like – are you kidding? Ooh, buddy. Um yeah, if, lack of confidence. Um, all my ideas that were happening were happening inside my head. I wasn't vocalizing any opinions. Um, I had a lot of negative uh, experiences growing up where every time I opened my mouth and expressed myself, I was reprimanded. And I was told my ideas were bad or my ideas were wrong. Or I think that everyone goes through a situation that is just through a hard time everyone goes through a hard time in their lives and i think that you know if you're out there listening just respect other people respect other people's ideas respect their opinions Mm -hmm. and you know you can listen to someone else and not judge them and not criticize them i think the one thing i learned and i don't know i never thought i was competitive but i think maybe we have this natural competitive thing in us even if we're not competitive what i mean by that is when we people have like conversations and they turn into little debates or arguments, it turns into someone wanting to win. And I would just say, stop doing that immediately. Don't try and win any conversation, any discussion. Do Stop trying to win. There's no winning. There's only expression. Express yourself. Listen to someone else express themselves and just go, okay, that's who they are and that's what they believe. Um... And that's okay. Like it's not life is not a, a competition of opinion. It's just uh, express yourself and be okay with who you are as a person. Yeah. I think right now that's probably the most important thing in society. Right now, in today, twenty eighteen, is coming to terms with people have different opinions than you, and stop trying to say they're wrong or they're crazy or they're unhinged. They're just different, and that's okay. It's okay to be different. Um, as long as you're not physically harming anyone or you're not physically harming yourself, we should be very, very much accepting of that people have different opinions and it's it's okay. Okay. Any last – I think that's, I think that's pretty good. I think we've already said the last hurrahs. For that me. was the last hurrahs, yeah. What was the word that you started the podcast with? Fucktards? Yeah. Okay, goodbye, fucktards. Enjoy the rest of your night or evening or morning or afternoon.
All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Mute the mic. <laughs>